Welcome to the A to Z Golfing Podcast with Andy Cezanne. I'm Anthony Zampano. We are brought to you by Am Golf Trips, where you can follow the entire 2023 season at amgolftrips.com and swagseries.com. Andy, we uh, we made it through what we called like the third gauntlet of our travel schedule from yeah. North Carolina to Bandon Dunes in Oregon to Seattle, Washington. So we covered a swag series, an AM golf trips, and then a swag series event. We're going to start it right from the top. It was actually, you had mentioned it when we went to North Carolina that we were going to have a little bit of fun on the trip. And yeah. I don't think we realized how much fun we were going to have on the trip, but it was a good halfway through the season point to be able to get out and play a little golf at Mid Pines, run the event and then play the next day. But uh, let's start with this. Uh, Pine Needles, I had been talking about it for a year, and it's something that Kenny McGinley brought up to me, and we actually got to play it last year when we went for the Invitational. Um, the, the golf course is, I feel, it is in line with any sort of major championship golf course. It's probably not as long. Right. Um, it can't be stretched out all that much more than it really can be, but um, for somebody that's seen it, and got to play it. I would love your thoughts. Yeah. Um, tough, tough little track. If you're not hitting the ball straight like me that day, but uh, fantastic shape. The greens where they got punched uh, what, two weeks before we were there or something like that. So mm-hmm. um, the practice greens were a little bumpy, but the actual course, I didn't find it to be too bad out there. Um, difficult. If, like I said, if you're not hitting it well, but uh Great course that I, I enjoyed playing a lot. One of my top, probably in the top 10 for me. Uh, to get out yeah, if you really, if you want to talk about a facility that really cares, yeah, you, you talk about the progression of letting us know that they small punch the greens uh, previous to the event coming up. They explain to us their preparation for it, the rolling and the double cutting of the greens and really making it at the forefront of making sure that the golf course was ready for our event. Right. I mean, I think subsequently over 14 years of, of being around golf tournaments and stuff like that, you, you don't, you see that maybe once and obviously maybe twice in 14 years, I've seen it where they were out in front of it. They knew what they needed to do. And I think it was, it went over very well. I think uh, in one of the videos for the putting contest, I think might've spooked a little bit of people, but I think they were so focused on the golf course itself, making sure that it was ready um, for tournament play, which I thought was awesome. Yeah. Um, by far, one, one of the – I might not have played well, but definitely a fun round that uh, we were able to get out there and have. Now, I know you've, you've played it before. This was your second time. Did you notice any differences between the first time and second time playing it? Well, I didn't really notice any differences. It, I mean, when you don't when you don't visibly play the golf course, I shouldn't say, or when you haven't seen the golf course ever, and then last year I saw it one time, yeah. and then coming back out, uh, that sort of golfer photogenic memory came in on a on a few holes. Yeah, um, it's just a very demanding golf course, and that's why I loved it for the tournament aspect, right? Um, I like that it was really going to put an emphasis on having to play team golf. And this is anybody who has talked to me about 
you know, team golf or, or if we've talked to people after rounds, you know, you always hear that thing. We bogeyed the same hole or, you know, uh, we birdied the same hole and which wish we could have, you know, made a par here or stretched out the birdies there. And I, and I think when you looked at the scores from it, it really was, you had to capitalize on the scoring holes, um, which I think is the whole press precipice of a tournament and playing with a partner, right? Like you have to play off of each other. I, listen, the facility is amazing. I and, mean, you know, we picked it very early on. Um, it was a point of emphasis to be down in that area. And listen, between what's going on in the resort areas and down there with, you have to stay on site at Pinehurst to be able to play one of the good golf. You know, I, I'm not saying that, you know, whatever, one, three, whatever their thing is down there. But, you know, two, four and eight um, are pretty well known. Um, so I think it's hard. But you know, between pine needles and mid pines, getting to go over there and see a lot of the guys that played in the tournament playing just an extra round of golf down there and, and getting to have some fun was, uh, it was really cool. But, uh, I left there thinking that I don't, unless you're going to go to like a private facility down there and, and have the entire golf course, we pretty much had the entire golf course. Um, I, it's, I think it's very hard to top that, that facility. Yeah, not to mention, we also had a lot of fun. We had those, uh, the bike squeers the whole week where we got to put our clubs in the front. And it, I mean, that that made it for a whole new experience by itself. Like just driving up to your ball, hitting there, driving around in circles, you know, while you're waiting to hit. Like those kind of things. That, that made it for a fun round also. But uh, definitely. Yeah, and I think I think it's really, it's a, it's a cool option. I mean, it was, you know, fun to go down there with uh, Andrew and, and Frankie Ellingson and, and kind of, hey, guys, we're going to play at Mid Pines. Oh, and we're getting golf motorcycles, right? And I think, to your point, like, you know, we're, we've are we been very fortunate to have very cool experiences, and, and it just goes along the lines. Like, we brought that experience to them. Like, it was, it was really cool to do, and then to be able to follow up and do it all weekend. Um, but I think it just go, it goes back to everything, right? I mean, we're, we're looking to – at each event you want to get better and you want to do cooler things. I thought the OTR build out was the best by far of the season. And I mean, they've been fantastic all season. So that isn't to discredit any setup that they've done. Um, but talking with them about the area that they go to and what they're doing and, and um, you know, what they want to do as a part of, you know, what we're doing in tournaments and seeing how the players are embracing them right. um, is, is really cool to see. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. The OTR guys, they were there. They had a, they brought a trailer up, um, you know, on the back of a truck, just opened it up, had the drinks in there, gave away some golf balls. And they had a good selection there, too. I think they had, like, every drink except for one. But uh, by far had, had the most selection of drinks at that one. And uh, they were open. They stayed with us the whole time, too. So, I mean, it was, yeah. when you got there, you got a drink. When you left, you could have a drink. So, uh, kudos to that crew that was out at that one. And uh, and like you said, also, the staff there, they were real excited to have us. I mean, I've talked to them a couple of times, but every single time it's been excitement uh, just talking about having us there and uh, hosting a tournament. And hopefully, the you know, they were looking forward to hopefully having another one there next year or something. So we'll see. It was a fantastic all-around weekend for us, I, I think. We think we hit it out of the park with the tournament. And uh, sponsors here out of the park, and it was all great. Yeah, it's one of those places that I, I you, you hope that you can go back to. And 
if you give somebody else a try in that area to be able to host an event, they, they better bring their A game because you, you kind of know that you're going to get the best from Pine Needles. Right. And then the quick turnaround, I mean, I was home for, I think, 16 hours yeah. um, before catching the flight to Bandon Dunes, which I'm sure a lot of people know that if you're flying regular airlines, you are probably only getting there on Wednesdays or Sundays. Um, I mean, there's a lot to cover. Um, I will, I will say that you couldn't have asked for better weather, uh, than we had for the first, uh, what, three days, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And not that the weather was bad on Saturday. It was just, it, uh, once the sun came out around 11 AM, it it just became very windy and, you know, we, we can start there with the event. I mean, golf courses were in good shape. The scenery was amazing. Um, I like how we ended up playing the rounds, uh, Bandon, Dunes, Pacific Dunes, and then finishing on the trails. Yeah. Uh, the trails, I, from what I heard and what I saw, is probably the best golf course there, I would say. And I, and I think the setup of it where the preserve is there and then you see the new course that's being built, um, you know, it was really cool. And obviously, I always ask this question from, the photographer's point of view, the professional photographer that's in this, that's on this podcast, Andy, give me, give me some feedback on what you were seeing out there. Yeah. I mean, the coastline made it, made it pretty uh, epic for me. Um, fog was rolling in a bunch. So I was able to get some, some of those shots, you know, with the fog in the, in the foreground. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's a photographer's dream up there. I would have liked to, uh, get more aerial, but that was, uh, Bandon, Bandon has a lot of strict rules, that, so you had to be careful with some of that. But um, from a from a photographer standpoint, I mean, probably probably my best place that I've gone to where I can look any direction and see some kind of art somewhere in my mind of a picture I want. Um, yeah, I thought it was. I also thought it was really cool the first day doing the photos with the foursomes that played right. And then following that up on Sunday or I'm sorry, on Saturday with the teams. Yeah. Right. Um, that way they, they, they're going to have two different photos, right? They're going to have their first round that was set with the backdrop of the 18th hole. The first for anybody that the first tee box at Bandon Dunes is sort of set up maybe just a couple feet. And then you have the whole background, which is 18 in the putting green area. And then having them turn around on one at uh, the trails to be able to see the clubhouse and to see all that like inland area, I, I, I thought was really cool. And then walking out to 17 at uh, Bandon Dunes was really cool as well, or 16 at Bandon, I thought was really cool. So I, I, I like the the impact. And, and one of the things that I would say, too, is I think that your impact with taking photos has led to more people sort of taking their own photos out on the golf course. Yeah. And then and then sort of this social media influence of how the trip was going. I mean, Andreas, I call him, you know, Andreas Banderas um, is taking videos and selfies and, and, and doing his own recordings and stuff like that. And I think a lot of that really has to do with them seeing you and taking photos. And I know you're constantly getting asked for Anna was taking videos and, and photos all the time. And, Emily was as well. And, and we got out there to do some fun stuff, but I, I love that part of it. Right. I love when you start to see people really engage with each other, like at the dinners and, and, and obviously the champions dinner was incredible, but yeah, uh, I'm sure I'm missing a lot of things uh, that happened. So, you know, pick me up here at any point in time. 
Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I mean, it was fun from right from the get go. The uh, the punch bowl. It was that that one had was it two different uh, putting courses on there, right? It was the red and the white. The red had I think what eighteen holes, and the white was seventeen holes on it. I think just for that day, for some oh. for some odd reason, I don't know if it was just like the layout or where they were putting stuff on the greens, but yeah, yeah it was eighteen and seventeen yeah. for and- for the for the fun little putting contest that we did. Now that was probably the toughest putting course that I've seen. If you went <laughs> past any of those holes sometimes, you were going up a like 20 foot hill, like just trying to put it back up and it's coming back to your feet half the time. Um, but that putting course, I mean, it was treacherous. I went to some of those holes and just stood by a couple of the bad ones and just have a bunch of video of, of the ball just going way past it. So. Uh, that was fun. Um, a lot of skins. We had a lot of skins out there for the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, just got that all situated. Uh, the closest twos, the, the preserves is a preserves is probably the, my favorite. Uh, it's like a one A one B thing. One of my favorite par three courses we've been to. Um, legit lengths, I would say. Like you know, not not a short short course because you had some one sixties, one fifties. You had to hit. Mm-hmm. Um, and the scenery behind it was was to die for. I mean, it was, yeah, it was it was it was cool to see. I the only thing I'll say about the preserve, I I I agree. I think it's it's hard to split hairs behind it or, yeah. or between that and other places. But what I would say is that there's no real like gathering area. You know, like I think the thing about yeah. the cradle and and. I would say is that the cool little like lounge sort of outside sitting area behind whatever hole that is. I don't know if it's nine or 12. I can't keep up with these 17 hole courses and 13 hole courses. And and you could just sort of like hang out there, whether it's heckling or if you're in a, in a, in a group trip where you know the people and you can sort of do that type of stuff. I think that's really cool. Um, you know, I, I, it was, it was really cool. I mean, it was also hard for somebody like me that it's seen the new golf course being built and you're like, Whoa, like yeah. I really, I'm up here. I'm playing, I'm playing the preserve, but I'm really wondering what's going on down there as far as like what they're doing or what they're thinking and stuff like that. But definitely some really cool holes. Um, I really think that, you know, the other part of it is that there's just, it's a short course, right? So it's, yeah. what are you really playing for? We did, uh, you know, we did the closest to the pins it moves people along. You have a good time. I'm really not partial to having to, to wanting to ever putt out on these short courses because I think it's just more so for fun and get out there and have a couple drinks and stuff like that. But it was cool putting groups together in sixes. I know one group went out as an eight. I think there were a couple that went out as foursomes. We had some people that obviously don't listen to can't read text messages, which is OK. We actually know them personally. It's OK. We have to read them for them. But uh, they still get to go out with new people and, and stuff like that. And I think that's a really cool experience that we do and just kind of camp out and hang yeah. out. And then also they get a lot of the groups play their own games inside themselves. So, you know, yeah. at our game and then they're playing their own games. So that was fun. And then the new course you keep talking about, that's we don't know the name of it yet, but they're building another part three with 19 holes. Is that correct? It was 19 holes they're, they're putting in there? So, yeah, I you know we got to spend the final day on trails. I guess I can kind of lead into this. And we uh, one of the the gentlemen who was a starter that day 
His name is Randall. He's been working there for 20 years. He took a couple of years off. Subsequently has come back. Very well-known guy um, up there. And we got to have a blast with him. I kind of did my thing on taking over his announcements so that he didn't have to work as hard. Subsequently, I have filled out an application to try to steal his job. They were, they were ready to hire you. Um, That's uh, a lie. But um, but yeah, so we, we were asking some questions. So there's an 18-hole there's an par three with a 19th hole. That's how it was described. Yeah. Um, if you're familiar with the area, when you are on the first tee box at Bannon Trails, there's like a sand hill above the bunker on the left-hand side. It was told to us that that's where the little starter shack is going to be, and then you're just going to walk down behind the first green on trails. Um, it's not named. Um, there's a natural creek that I guess runs through that entire low-line property that he was telling us about. Um so it might have something to do with that. We don't know. I thought, I think it's going to be a really cool feature. They had discussions about doing like a, uh, a nine hole, actual nine hole course, like a par 34 or a par 36. Um, they elected to go with that. See, I, I think, you know, he brought up the point about like how they wanted it to be like a regular nine. So you really don't know what's between, you know, You've got old Mac and then it takes forever to get out to the sheep ranch, right? So it, it'll be really interesting to see as it really starts to move forward. And I'm sure there's expansion. We all know that the the new Colorado resort is going to be uh, started here soon or already has started. Um, so that'll be really cool to see. But I, I think for me, just the receptiveness of the players. And I, and I think that's really what we were trying to go for. I mean, it, it was a large group of players that went out there. Everybody had a great time. Um, you know, Andy did a fantastic job with gathering some of the feedback. Uh, you know, the dinners were very receptive. We had players, we had new people coming from, you know, Philadelphia area. We had, you know, we had people from Minnesota that were there. We got the Illinois base. Every, everyone was traveling out there. And it was really cool to see how many people were on the same flight, too. Um, right where we were all able to hang out at the airport. Some of us didn't hang very long. Some of us <laughs> fell asleep. Um, but that was, that was probably the coolest part for me was that that final day, seeing everybody, a little bit of competition for the people that were out of it. And that were just having a great time to play in the sun. Um, you know, was really cool. And spending the time with uh, you and Randall on the first tee was great hearing all the stories about band and dunes and, and, and having a great time. Yeah, I enjoyed. Uh, you got to. You came out with me, and we walked uh, by the ghost tree, and that was that was a fun little walk to get out that way. And that that was one of the one of the my biggest things that was on my list that I had to check off when I was there and go see that that ghost tree before a it comes down again because it's held up by cables right now. Yeah, or, or you know, just getting that way and seeing all like people try to hit right past it and and get the pictures of that so i had a lot of fun i have a lot of pictures of a ghost tree of one single tree i have a lot of pictures of you know it was it was it, the other part about it you know and i'm sure a lot of the people we're going to get into uh the whole all 17 of you that that listen to this show in a little bit but um you know everyone's kind of figured it out by now that andy and i really we we don't play a lot of these events um none of the swag series events and and this was Andy and I spent the entire weekend and just tried to make all the arrangements as possible for all the players and make sure that we were doing everything for everybody. Um, I, 
I will say, I, I, I think it is going to be really cool to go back there in a few years. I know that's something that we're going to work on um, to try to get an even larger group out there and maybe into an area where we have all, you know, the uh, condos or cottages, whatever you want to call them together. Um, I think that'll be really cool, but um, fantastic property. Um, no complaints whatsoever, except for the wind on Saturday for the bonus round. But other than that, I think it was uh, it was very much a success. And I look forward to going out there and seeing when the new par three is built. Probably another 18 will probably be in the works by then. So and it was kind of cool. You know, we just happened to be in Bandon Dunes and got a phone call months ago from Chambers Bay wanting to have a swag series event. Right. So. All right. You're done with one tournament. Got to drive six hours, drop off some friends over at the airport, drop off the Grubiches at the airport, continue the ride up to Seattle, Washington, run an event at Chambers Bay, which obviously a lot of people out there know that I believe it was the 2015 U.S. Open was held there. Still have no idea how it was held there. Um, I don't know how they got the stuff through the uh, neighborhoods to be able to get it to that golf course, but from the top of the hill where the pro shop is, looking down on the entire facility, a very new experience. I don't think I've ever seen something like that to where you just look down and you, and you see the entire golf course, you see a park, you see where people are walking, uh, walking paths, trains, and, uh, and a huge body of water. So, um, I've I've never seen that before either. Like where you're just standing and you see, you see ocean, you see mountains, you see tree line, you see course, you see, kids playing in a park with doing kites and you see a big train come by. It was, it was, it was pretty neat. Um, and yeah, you mentioned too, like we actually met some of our 17 listeners out there. We did. We did. The same, in the same spot. Ones that we didn't know. I, I, I even was, I was even heckled during, uh, Claire's chipping contest that, I have at listen. I have ads on my Pandora. Okay, I'm not. I'm I'm following the LeBron James rule of you, you do not spend the money to remove ads. You can you can go 20 seconds and and listen to it. But no, it was really cool. And I think that's some of the cool parts about it. Like every year, we're Andy and I do so much to stay in tune with what's going on and and what we're doing, what's going on in Swag Series, what's going on on the Facebook pages that you cross paths with so many people that until you get to meet them face to face and, and have a conversation with them, you know, it sticks. Then the next time you see them, you're just able to pick up on it. Right. It's really the interesting part about what we do. And it was, and it was really cool to spend time with Drew Cooper. I thought it was great watching the, the people standing around him, just hitting two irons and drivers on the range. And then him spending the time out on the ninth hole for the Casa de Campo hole in one challenge follow that up with a little impromptu chipping contest. Cause that's what we like to do. Let's not, we're not going to tell you what we're going to do. No surprises are going to get, but Claire did it. Uh, you know, to get Claire on the microphone was yeah. I give her all the credit in the world. I mean, she was, she was, uh, she did pretty good. She did pretty good. I think she might take This is where Andy's going to queue up the photo that he took in case she takes my job next year. <laughs> so it's going to hit you right now. Um, so that's what Andy was doing. Andy was trying to get her to take my job next year on the microphone. So, but great job. I thought it was really cool. Good interaction at the end of the event. Um, you know, we, Andy kind of talked about it. It was something that I didn't even know. So the last two gross champions that we've had, 
very new to our experience running events and also very new to the swag experience, right? So uh, really cool to see those competitors start to roll in and really see um, the build out of the brand, the build out of the swag series. And even with that kind of going on and on is you see everyone signing up for the national championship. Yeah. We're, we're, so, we're packed on it right now. Everyone signing up that should be signing up and we're giving the free spots away to the winners. Um, back to Drew Cooper really fast. He almost annihilated your skull. Like he took driver and was just hitting these low little guys and just kept gaining. I think he ended up hitting it with the two iron or whatever low iron, but he almost just obliterated that thing with his driver. It was, it was neat to watch. Yeah. It was great watching him hit, hit a ball a hundred times at it and then finally hitting it when it really only takes three times, but that's okay. We don't have to talk about that. It's not a big deal. Yeah, um, third try. But I mean, really cool property. I don't know if it was the hottest day of the year in Seattle, Washington so far this year, but it was, it was cooking and um, you know, kudos to the players. <clears throat> Listen, I'm always partial. We do a lot to try to keep things very organized. I probably should have jumped on the microphone a little bit early when uh, the course kind of lost reins on what they were doing, but the patience that our players had, we got everyone organized, everyone out on the golf course, everyone had a great time. And I'm glad that we, uh, we had a little uh, chipping, contest that was really fun especially after they watered down the greens to make them nice and soft for us that was fantastic um i mean i've never been asked to leave a golf course it's kind of a new way but uh but no looking forward looking forward to uh going back there in in 2024 hopefully so that should be that should be pretty fun yeah shout out to all the participants in that one for for having a couple minutes of patience while we while we got the caddies uh situated to everyone and uh just everyone all around nice like it was it, it was very it was very refreshing that you know it, you get to wait like a minute or two people aren't just yelling at you saying where am i supposed to be they were very patient with us it was only like a couple minutes of, of we had to figure something out and uh i give credit to them for, for just going with it yeah i listen we you know we try to pump out as much information as we possibly can with emails and, and text messages but it's it's a testament to the players, right? I think in that moment, we were trying to get going. We were trying to get going a little bit early. I don't think it was really at any fault of ourselves. I think we just had to take the reins a little bit more, take over some control and get everyone organized. But uh, facility, facility is fantastic. The golf course speaks for itself. Um, Beautiful track. Beautiful track. You know, if you're passing through, play it, check it off the bucket list. Um, you know, reminded me a lot of Aaron Hills. Um, if you take out the water element, uh, visually just a, a really good golf course. Um, it was fantastic. And it, and to me, I was having a little like thought to myself when I was packing up all the gear Tuesday morning that like this, that's the event that pushes us over halfway. You know, it's, uh, it's cool to think about that. We've done so much in the first six months of the year. Uh, probably five if you talk about from the first event to this one to Chambers. But um, looking forward to the back half of the schedule. It's nice to be home for the next seven weeks. I know Andy's going to be leaving town again, a little family uh, trip, which is going to be good for him. He deserves it. Um, I'm just going to be trying to sleep in a little bit and and relax a little bit. But uh, it's going to be nice, a little downtime. There's still events. Ivanhoe, Harbor Shores is coming up. 
um, working on getting everything gathered and ready for the national championship. So, Andy, what are you looking forward to outside of the family trip or the cruise that you're going on over the next yeah. seven weeks being in town? Um, I'm looking forward to uh, the I don't I don't even know. <laughs> I got to think about it, like, because I've been so focused on this crew. I got I got to make the missus happy here now. Like not now. Mm-hmm. It's not, we were at PJ National. And then I just saw that she booked the cruise when, when I was out of town. So I got to start focusing on that part. But no, Harbor Shores is always a fun spot to get to for me. Um, uh, just going out there to that jack course out that way and and, and, and playing out there. I'm really excited to, to see that place again. And then um, it was on my list last year, too, that we didn't – I always wasn't able to make to, to Latrobe. I really want to get to Latrobe. Uh, and see Arnie's place. So that's that's where I'm looking at. How about you? What, what are you looking to most forward to? Well, j- just so everyone's aware, this is the portion of the uh, show where Andy has gone off I script. Did. And uh, Latrobe is many weeks after the seven that we yeah. were talking about, which is fantastic. But yes, uh, I love Harbor Shores as much as you do. I think it's a fantastic facility. Um, I think this will be our fifth trip up there uh hosting different different events might be four but fantastic venue um i am just looking i'm very excited to just spend some time at home like i am i'm just be present um enjoy some dinners yeah you know do do just the normal day-to-day stuff around the area and i think it's i think it'll be really good i i get um our first time playing in casual couples. So we're going to get out there and we're going to have a fun Friday night coming up here. This probably won't release before it happens. So I'll have an update on it or do a Instagram live or whatever Andy tells me to do, but uh, it'll be really cool. Uh, But yeah, just spending time with, uh, with the people close to me and, and taking a little break from the travel will be really cool. And if anyone sees me on June 26th, driving a Penske truck or on uh, or up to Harbor shores, just honk wave, it's me. I'll have a bunch of stuff inside of it, so it's going to be fun. So, do you think your casual couples group, the the uh, the course, will let me come out and just record you guys the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we're, I don't know if we're ready for that. But um, we're gonna we'll have a good time out there, and uh, you know it'll be cool. I mean, I don't I don't know what's really going on. I mean, I, I sent you this video last night of of this. Oh yeah. Uh, somebody somebody made a podcast at my club. Uh, I don't know if it was outsourced or or what the whole deal is, but uh, the quote went, "It's a really great place that happens to have a golf course." And I'm just going to let you in on a little something. I, I'm not saying I know a lot about podcasts or I even know how to be a host of one. But you're supposed to talk about the golf course on a golf podcast, right? First of all, as a person that's a member there, I get what you're trying to do. I get what they're trying to do with pump up like the whole like clubhouse and social aspect. There's just one problem. Anybody who's been there with me or anybody who has played it, there is one attraction when you go to my country club and it is the golf course. And for somebody to put that out in a golf podcast, you should immediately shut down. And instead of having the video live and talking about this smoked whiskey drink that they bring you great, fantastic. Awesome. Then have a smoked whiskey podcast and and talk about clubhouses. Cause if you're identifying that place that way, 
you should not be allowed to be on the air. I'm sorry. You, you just should not be. It is by far and away, and it's, it's obviously very close to me because I love the golf course. To me, it's a top six golf course in the state. Um, if you want to get better at your game from tee to green, from accuracy to how to position yourself on the golf course to how to putt on small greens, there's no better place. That clubhouse does not exist without that golf course, and there's no – there's nothing else to debate. Yeah. Yeah, I know I know you were you were pretty adamant about it when you saw that one. And I thought the same thing when when I saw it that they were they were leaving the golf course in the dust talking about the two multiple fireplaces, the pickleball. Sure, those are fun things to have, but that golf course is the main attraction at that place. Yeah. Listen, if if I didn't know anything about golf, I would never tell you about a golf course. And maybe that's the case. Um, then don't have a golfing podcast. I mean, I'm not here. This, this is a rant. I mean, I, the only, the last one I got into was on pace of play, I think, but, um, I just think it's ridiculous. I, I really do. And if they were hired to, to do that type of thing and direct people in that way, I, I listen, then I hope that people will listen to this to be steered in another direction. And, and I've already talked to people that are also members up there and, and stuff like that, but I think it is, I think it's horrible to say something like that without the knowledge of the club or even bringing anything about the golf course. We just had a major bunker renovation, right? right? They're adding an additional tee box to a par five. They're trying to modernize the golf course. That should be first and foremost. So this isn't an an advocate. I am an advocate for my country club. Do I know if I will be there next year? I have no idea if I'll be there next year, but I will tell you what, I, the next place that I go, I'll be an advocate for that place yeah. and that place. And I think it was just really wrong to have somebody talk like that without understanding what that club is going through and, and without even bringing up the fact what the members have done already to make the golf course a better place yeah simply put and i'll and i'll stop there awesome i think that's a good place to stop here (laughs) that's fantastic place to stop so we'll let the rank go and and stop it there yeah so thank you everyone for joining us um hope you enjoyed everything and we will jump on an instagram live here coming up probably in a couple days or maybe when this airs and and we'll answer some questions as it pertains to kiowa island and get geared up for that All right, everyone. Thank you so much.